Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning, Morgan and Bill. I don't know why I struggle on Monday mornings with my... My thoughts are just all over the place. There's a lot to get to. Right. And it, you look at everything we want to get to this morning, and th- there's just a lot. And it's like, all right, what do we talk about first? Yeah. And I feel like the weekend, and, and I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I just felt like that it was just a weird vibe to it. Why? I, I, I don't know. I mean, our sports teams, I mean, in no or I'm not talking about in order of importance to me here, because there, there's far more... Uh, important and serious things going on in the world right now than our sports teams. But uh, the Cavs lost twice over the weekend, and the Browns lost yesterday. Uh, right. And I'm not, I'm not, like, broken up about it. I mean, the Cavs are going to have an incredible season. They're dealing with a lot of injuries right now, so they're off to a slow start. And then, uh, well, if you want to talk about the Browns, we do have a sports station in our building. You can call that. I'm sure there's lots of people that want to complain about that game yesterday. Right. <laughs> uh, but then you get into, I mean, the news is very heavy this morning. There were mass shootings over the weekend and, uh, you know, the war in in Gaza. And, um, and of course, we lost a friend over the weekend. One of the friends, Matthew Perry. I know, Perry. that was just gut-wrenching to see that this weekend. That was Saturday night you saw that, right? Yes. Yeah, me too. Um, it, it's really sad because I think that when, when something like this happens, it's especially something, like I can, I can remember the first Friends episode that I ever saw. What was it? I, it was not the pilot, so it was not the very first episode, but it was early in the first season, and I remember I was in my dorm room at Kent State, and I was with my roommate and his girlfriend, uh, and I didn't because I didn't have a girlfriend in, in, <laughs> at the time. So it's the three of us in the dorm room, and and I guess we were just watching this show that came on NBC before Seinfeld came on, and I remember we we're like, God, this show is hysterical, mm-hmm. and that's where it all started. And then for the next ten years, you would get together with your friends and. You know, there were friends watch parties that you would have. And it was just one of those shows that you would talk about the next day after it aired. Right. And I can remember um, the morning show that I used to work on. We would have we had a, a friends watch party for the final episode back in 2004. And then I think that friends had like a renaissance. Oh, yeah. Over for sure. During covert time. And which was surprising to me that. Another generation discovered Friends and they watched it and they loved it. Yeah, and so much so that remember there was talk of reunions. They got together for a little reunion special. I watched the reunion special yesterday. Did you? It's streaming on Max, and uh, it was very emotional to watch yesterday for so many, so for so many reasons. Right. Um, I think the reason why I waited so long to watch the Friends reunion was because. Uh, what's his name? Hosted James Corden. Oh, and you hate James Corden. I don't like that. I don't like James <laughs> Corden. I think that's why I avoided it. Uh, but yeah, I watched that yesterday, so it was a little emotional for me. I'm sure to to watch that um, yesterday. Um, I don't know. We, we'll have more uh, talking about Matthew Perry. Uh, if you if you, I think Morgan is gathering all the details. We'll get into that during Hollywood Dirt this morning. Uh, and we're going to try to find happy things to get into. Yes. Uh, I want to find out about your weekend. 
Uh, I had lots of stuff going on this weekend, so we'll get into it. And we want to hear from you as well. It's 216-474-0104. You can call or text the show. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. You said forever, now I drive alone past your street. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. Morgan, did you end up going to your Halloween party that you were invited to on Saturday night? Nope. The costume party? Sure didn't. I'm assuming you decided to skip it because you wanted to rest and recuperate? Yep. Sure did. Well, that's too bad. Is it? Well, can you wear your Victoria Posh outfit tomorrow (laughs) then on Halloween? It's either Victoria Beckham or Posh Spice. Whatever. You do that every time. (laughs) You just mash up both of the names together. Um, I mean, all it is is an all-black dress, so I'm sure I could wear it any time, really. Maybe not to work, but... Not tomorrow? We shouldn't dress up for Halloween tomorrow? No, I'm not doing it. I'm putting my foot down. Because I could throw together a last-minute costume. I'm being a Halloween Scrooge. It won't be hard. I can find something. I can put something together. I can go in my closet. I bet you I can come up with a Halloween outfit. You, I mean, I'm letting you live your best life. Do whatever it is you want to do. But I am not dressing up. You made me dress up last year. We're the only two adults... In the company to dress up last year. I'm not doing it. But if you're not going to do it, I don't want to be the only adult that works here wearing a costume tomorrow. Well, I'm telling you, my mind's made up. So you can make up your mind based on my mind. (laughs) Do you have any? I mean, you don't have anything that you were wanting to wear, do you? nothing I want to wear, but I just... I know myself. I'm resourceful. (laughs) I can go into my closet. I can put together... An incredible outfit. I would really love it if you came in here dressed as a ghost tomorrow. Just put a sheet over your head and like scare <laughs> the people next door. I think that would be fun. Just for a picture. That's yeah. all I want. It's just just one picture. That's the thing. It's just for one picture. Like, come on. Who cares? So if you didn't go to a party, what did you do? Nothing. I did nothing. I was really, really adamant about resting and recuperating. And I know you're going to be like, well, what about your pick six? I this is what I missed out on this weekend. My niece, Ellie, her it was her ninth birthday party. And they went uh, somewhere in Westlake. I don't know what this place is, but it looks legit. I mean, they had zip lines. They had a racetrack. They had these huge ball pits and huge trampolines. Um, You can see. Olivia's got that. What is what is that thing called? Like a virtual reality? Yeah. But I missed it. I stayed home and watched rugby with David. Yeah. My best guess is that they were at play CLE in maybe or Potentially. maybe I think or maybe they were at Crocker the place Park. at Cracker Park. Yeah. yeah I yeah, can't yeah. think of the name of that place either. But yeah, that's where they were because my sister was texting me like. Oh, David would love it here, which he would. <laughs> oh, he would be such a kid in a candy store if he went there. Uh, but he's not starting. He's starting to feel a little crappy too. So, oh no, yeah, I know. We're really trying to to beat this sickness here. Well, how did it turn out? Because I see the third picture of your pick six mm-hmm. is you were watching the Rugby World Championship 2023. Yes. yes. Who won? Just so I know. South Africa, baby. South, South Africa beat New Zealand. By one point. Well, I was rooting for him. Yeah. And South Africa won the championship last time. And now South Africa has the most Rugby World Cup championships out of anywhere in the world with four wins under their belt. Well, there you go. At least one of your teams won something this weekend. David was very happy. I should have that video. He videoed himself. He, like, set it up behind us to capture the moment. If they did win, he cried. Oh, my gosh. I was like, this is too much for me. The tears, tears. And he's like, you don't understand. Because in South Africa, he was like, rugby's all we have. So for it to be like thriving and for them to win back to back, it meant a lot to him. So it was cute. So South Africa winning the rugby championship was the Cavs winning the championship in 2016. Pretty much. Yes. That was that was his Cavs championship. He was running around the apartment, jumping, screaming. I was like, David, we have neighbors. Somebody's going to think something (laughs) is wrong if you don't chill out. Well, they'll understand. It's rugby. (laughs) Right. They'll totally get it. It's Key 104. Good morning. Talk to God when I need a favor. 
90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. Morgan has already said that she is denying the world the chance, the opportunity to see her wearing her Victoria Beckham (laughs) Posh Spice Halloween outfit. Yeah, I mean, it was just a black skirt and a black shirt, so what can you do? Still. It's very posh. So we will be here tomorrow for Halloween, but we will not be in costume. We're being Halloween Scrooges. Don't say we. I am being a Halloween Scrooge. I'll own it. So over the weekend, uh, the handyman finally came over to the house. Oh, no way. So I've been talking about this, uh, that we had to hire a handyman. The list of to-do items was just growing and growing, and my wife was getting more and more frustrated. And if you know anything about me, I am not handy. I'm, I can't do any of these things that needed to be done. And so we were forced to hire a handyman, and he finally came over over the weekend. Here's the great thing about it, is that... I wasn't home for any of it. Love that. I think that's part of what was stressing me out. Yeah. Was I think that if there was a handyman in my house, another man who enters my home who is is much more handier than I am, and he's in my house fixing things, and I'm just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Right. I think that's what was bothering me the most. But I was I, I was in Willoughby, actually, most of the weekend uh, for a soccer tournament with Drew. So I wasn't home. When the handyman was there. And was anybody home? Just Paula. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so she was there. Yeah, we're not that trusting where we just let a strange man. I was going to say. I mean, maybe we'll get to that point with him. Like, if he's our official handyman. Right. And, and we'll give him a key to the house and he just comes over and maintains things. Right. Maybe we'll get to that point. But, but at this point, no. Uh, but yeah, so now we have curtain rods up. We have shelves that are put up. Um he hung a, a big mirror that I couldn't lift, and I, and I, I there was no way I was going to be hanging up. The <laughs> mirror would fall down, like, every day. Right. Um, trying to think what else he did. Uh, I, I don't know. A list of things. Whatever it is, my wife is happy now. Yeah, well, good. You guys can rest a little bit easier. I just think it's good that you're self-aware enough to know that you can't do it, and you need a handyman. Better that than you try to do all these things and make things worse, which may or may not be how my dad operates. Well, I hope that, that Paula sees it that way, Morgan. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not sure if she sees it from that perspective. Because you that, have to pay for it? Right. $500 later. Right. She's I'll, like... <laughs> it's like, man, if you could just do these things, right. <laughs> we'd have an extra $500. Hollywood Dirt Sheet, up next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. So great to have you here this morning. We are going to go a little more in-depth on the death of Matthew Perry. This one hurts, right? Oh, this one absolutely. This one hits a lot of us. So let's get into it. Hollywood Dirt Sheet with Morgan right Yeah, now. so our first Hollywood Dirt Sheet of the day I feel like should just be a tribute to Matthew Perry because I feel like people, I mean, everyone loved Friends. And I don't think it matters what generation you were. You know, like we talked about earlier, uh, the older generation loved it because they grew up with it. The younger generation kind of got a resurgence in um, COVID and there was a reunion and all the things. So a lot of people heartbroken over the passing of Matthew Perry this weekend, police were called to the actor's home in the Pacific Palisades area of L.A. for a cardiac arrest where they found him in his hot tub. Uh, in an interview, Matthew Perry revealed that he doesn't want friends to be the thing that he's remembered for. Here's the actor talking about how he would like to be remembered. I've said this for a long time. When I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned. And I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that. That being how he has tried to help people navigate their sobriety. The best thing about me, bar none, is if somebody comes up to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. Perry was open about his struggles with addiction throughout his life, including a memoir released last year entitled Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Here is a clip of Matthew Perry giving advice to those struggling in his last TikTok while promoting his memoir. I want people to understand that they're not alone, that there are other people feeling exactly the way they're feeling, that their behavior is not insane. 
that they have a disease and it's not their fault. I was reading a little bit about this this weekend. He he did open up a place in Malibu called Perry's House. Yes. And it what I believed it, it was supposed to help struggling uh, specifically men who were struggling with addiction. Right. And that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And certainly the people that he came into contact with and anyone struggling with addiction that he helped, that's how they're going to remember him. Definitely. They're going to remember Matthew Perry. Um, and I know that he's he's probably bothered by the fact, but but he was Chandler on Friends, and he affected a lot of our lives over the years, and he made us laugh, and he brought us together with our friends, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a, a tremendous legacy as well. And I know that he struggled with that, but I also think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I don't disagree. And the Friends cast, um, according to Page Six, are preparing to release a joint statement. Obviously, a lot of people looking to Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, David Schwimmer, Matt LeBlanc, and Lisa Kudrow wondering, you know, what are they going to say? When are they going to say it? A source told Page Six the cast is reeling from the loss of their brother because that's what Maddie was to them, their brother. So we'll give them time, obviously. Just very sad. I feel like everyone collectively agrees that this one hurts. And I don't know, like... I'm finally, the first time I felt this way was when Kobe Bryant passed away. Mm. But this is only the second time in my life where, like, I'm mourning the loss of a celebrity as if I knew them. You know what I mean? It's a strange thing. What it is for me is I feel like a part of my life has died, too. Yeah. Because I, I think about where I was in my life when Friends first came out and then all of the watch parties that we had. Right. And now... A part of that has gone away. Yeah. And I think that's why we collectively feel sad about it. Yeah, we do. So uh, we're just going to leave it there. We'll update you because obviously there's layers to the story that are going to continue to come out. But I think we can end it by just saying rest in peace to Matthew Perry. Uh, Anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. We were just talking about how it really feels like a Monday around here. Yeah, rainy, gloomy, gross. Yeah, sad entertainment news, sad news all around this past weekend. Cavs and Browns had rough weekends. Uh, This might be the thing to turn it around here, Morgan. Can we get it turned around, please? Well, according to a family therapist, her name is Virginia Satir. Okay. The answer is hugs. Yes, eight hugs a day. Is that what you're about to tell me? Uh, She says four hugs a day. Oh, double it. For survival. Eight hugs a day for maintenance. Yep. And 12 hugs a day for growth. Yep. I tell David every single day, like, you better hug me because I'm only on number three and I need to get to number eight to feel like I've had a good day. I don't know if I get... Two hugs a week. We do this every day. I swear. Like, as soon as I walk in the door from coming home from work, get a hug. Lunch lunch break, get a hug. And we quote this very scientific study where I'm like, you have to meet your eight hug a day quota. Otherwise, you're going to cause me mental distress. Yeah, I'm way far behind. <laughs> I mean, in order for me to make 12 hugs a day, we're going to start have to, you and I are going to have to start hugging no, a little bit more. I, I'm going to have to say no on that one. You're going to have to come in and help me out Sorry. a little bit. Come on, bring it in for the real thing, Morgan. It's Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, how is this the first time that I am saying the words Taylor Swift on the show today? (laughs) Right? We've been here for an hour and ten minutes. That's Taylor Swift. She wasn't at the Chiefs game yesterday to watch Travis Kelsey. Oh, man. What are we going to do? And the Chiefs lost. Oh, did they? I didn't know that. They did. Uh Uh-oh. Clearly, Travis Kelsey was bummed out. That's more incentive. Maybe he was pouting that she wasn't there. and. He brought bad vibes to the team, and they lost yesterday. Yes, so. Uh, Okay, so as long as I have known Morgan, which would be February 2022, right? When we first started working together, Morgan has had to leave 
the studio at least once a morning, sometimes mm-hmm. twice a morning, mm-hmm. no matter the day, no matter the weather, rain, sun, shine, snow, snow whatever sleep, else we can have hail, around here. wind, all the things. And she has to go downstairs because we work downtown at the, the Halley building and we're in the mezzanine level, but you still have to go down a couple levels and down to the street and put in quarters in the parking meter. And this isn't a casual stroll, okay? Because I have one song, pretty much, sometimes two, to get this done. So I'm having to run and get it done within the span of three minutes. So it's been an ongoing thing. And we've had, we had Mayor Bibb on the show, let's see, it was earlier this year, right? Yeah, it was for our one-year show anniversary. And he talked about how smart parking was coming to downtown Cleveland. Uh, there was just no timeline. It was right. like, okay, we're working on it. It's right. coming. And then a couple of weeks weeks ago, they said, okay, smart parking. It is ready to go. It's going to be in effect at the end of October. They they also weren't specific. They just said at, right around the end of October. Correct. And the app is called Park Mobile. And now, is it now in effect? Yes. Is everything working? Everything seems to be working. I mean, I haven't tried it out yet. So today... Right now, live in studio, I'm going to try for the first time to pay my meter from up here. This is very exciting. Okay. Like, I, I should have been ready with, like, more exciting <laughs> music. music or something yeah, or like that. Yeah, at least, like, the little right? horns, the ta-da horns or whatever. Right. Well, I have that. Oh, yes. That's um, how it's going to be. So let me get let me grab my phone because we should put this on uh, Instagram, right? Sure, why not? A view for the first time paying. Now, th- isn't this great that they so they said at the end of October and they had it in a couple days before before the end of October, right? Yeah, I mean, I noticed like the stickers are down on the meter, and I downloaded the app, but I've never just been able to put it in use until today. Okay, so you have to search for your zone. So I took a picture. Of my zone this morning, so I'm going to type that in. Boop, 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 Yeah, don't boop. tell anybody your no, zone. No, I'm not going to. You don't want anyone to find your car. Okay, and I knew that it was going to ask me for my license plate number, so I also took a picture of that because I don't know it off the top of my head. Um, so let me enter that in. I used to know mine, but I don't know it by heart anymore. Yeah, I, who, who does know well, that? Okay. I, you, when I parked downtown, I used to have to enter it in manually, but now okay. I don't have to do that anymore. Okay, so it's asking me how long I want. Two hours, baby. We're going to be here a while. Okay. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> All right, ready? Click to pay. Get the ta-da! Get the ta-da! Okay, hold on. I, I, only, got... Got... <laughs> I only got two hands. <laughs> well, I paid. All right, hold on. I'm Instagramming at the same time. <laughs> okay, well, that was a letdown. ta How many people do you think work on this show? <laughs> it's me and it's you. Okay, hold okay. on. Hold on. All right, I'm going to... Uh, see, now I'm all screwed up. Okay, well, it's fine. I did the ta-da, two hours in the meter. But wait, it's more. It's more what? It's more money than it normally is. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) What the heck? What are you talking about? Uh, This is so annoying. What do you mean it's more money? There's a transaction fee. Now, they did say it would be more expensive to park downtown, they did announce that a few weeks ago as well. They did? I think so. They I said must have that, missed that memo. Yeah, they said uh, downtown parking would be more expensive. They're going to monitor the hours. Like It used to be 8 a.m. that they would start enforcing. Now it's 7 a.m., correct? That's true, yes. And now they enforce later at the meters. But it was, it was a but. It was a bunch of stuff around town. It was the lots were going to be more expensive, the muni lots. Okay, but listen to how annoying this is. Transaction fee of $0.35. Cents. Okay. So you can only put two hours in there. So at 10 o'clock, when I'm going to have to add another two hours, it's going to charge me another $0.35 cents transaction fee? It might do that. Yeah. Well, that's a ripoff. So it's $0.35, more, 35 cents more time? every time. That is so annoying. <laughs> Whatever. It's the convenience fee. It is. Maybe I'll run down at 10 o'clock since at least we're not live on the air at that point. You would run down just for old time's sake? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, come on. Come on what? You didn't have to leave the room. You're right here. Oh, no. I know. It's great. Trust me. The 35 cents is going to be worth it for the peace of mind. Yeah. I think that once once you get used to this, but it's, it's going to be better. Ugh, transaction fee. Yeah. Y'all are already taking half my paycheck. Like, how much more can I give you people? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, I that kind of backfired. Well, I thought you would overall, be much. I thought you would be happier. Overall, it felt good. Let yeah. me just whine about my thirty-five cents for today, and then I'll get over it. Okay. Yeah, because Morgan. A little bit of a Halloween Grinch because tomorrow is Halloween. Yeah, I'm she, owning it. She doesn't want to dress up tomorrow. We're not going to do a show costume tomorrow, or at least right now, unless I can convince you somehow mm. in the next few hours. Uh, there's another Halloween Grinch that has contacted our show, and he is on the verge of ruining Halloween for hundreds of kids. Hundreds? In his neighborhood. We'll find out next. Am I the bleep hole is coming up on Q104. Cleveland is waking up to the Q morning show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill, the drive to work wherever you're going this morning to school is a little slick. We're going to have this drizzle, this rain off and on today. We're going to stay right here in the 40s. Uh, Am I the bleep hole right now? So this is something that we usually do on Monday mornings. Uh, where there's something that's going on in your world, something that happened to you, where at the time, whenever you did it or whenever you said it, you're like, in your mind, it's fine. Right. But then you maybe hear from somebody else, someone says something to you, and now you're thinking, oh my gosh, am I the bleep hole right now? Did I, was I not correct about this? So we're going to Jason right now. Jason, good morning. Good morning, guys. So tell us why you think that you might be the bleep hole. All right. Well, I'm not going to tell you guys where I live, but it's it's a pretty big neighborhood, like 90 houses. Um, we're what you call the rich neighborhood. Okay. And, All right. <laughs> and, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, since I've been here, we've it's always been like a super hot spot for trick or treaters. I mean, like a thousand kids every year. Wow. Yeah. It's I've never seen anything like this. Because of the full-size candy bars? Is that why? <laughs> the, the candy's just better the in your neighborhood? The rich kids, yeah. yeah. I mean, we go all out here. So, uh, But I don't love it, but I have to deal with it. You know, it's just kind of the neighborhood thing. Okay. Um, so the last couple of years, it's gotten out of hand. Like, there are thousands of kids and their parents flooding the streets, walking across our yards, like wrapping wrappers everywhere. I mean, and, and these are not the kids that live in our neighborhood. They come from everywhere what yeah oh yeah because you find out about the 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 cool neighborhood the neighborhood that that passes out the best candy all your friends join you and oh i never knew that i thought you just went in the neighborhood that you lived in oh no like my kids don't even trick-or-treat in my neighborhood really yeah anyway please continue jason sorry about that yeah no i mean the 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 streets are lined with cars it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. and last year someone broke my ring doorbell camera and that was the last straw. And so I happened to sit on the, the neighborhood board, and I found out that I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, so this year we hired security. And I think some of them might be off-duty cops, but I'm not sure. And they're just going to stand at the gate with a list and only let in certain people. And we <laughs> came up with a rule. If you live here, you can only allow four guests into trick-or-treat. Okay, I okay. still feel like that's a lot, four guests. Per one resident, you can bring in four people with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so how how has that gone over with with the neighborhood? This new rule not not so well. Some people are pissed off. So, okay. um, and we have some families that live here. They put up a stink and they said they're denying their kids the opportunity to go trick or treating with their friends. And I'm like, we're not doing anything like that. If those kids want to go trick or treating with their that's totally fine, but no one's going to stop you from leaving. We're just not going to keep kids coming in to our neighborhood, like tons of strange kids. Right. Okay. And trash the so. place. I mean, like you said, candy wrappers in your yard, your broken ring doorbell. Yep. And okay. one of the residents said that I'm a horrible person for ruining Halloween for hundreds of kids. <laughs> uh-huh. and, but I'm not broken up about it. So I just this I'm I'm sick of it. But I'm just curious to find out what you guys think and if you think that I'm the bleep hole. Well you come you come to the right place. Yeah, sure have. Two one six four seven four oh one oh four. Is Jason the bleep hole for basically 
going to the neighborhood, uh, what do you call it? What did you say? The neighborhood community? The watch you know, part? The board or the board. something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, it's like the, the neighborhood board, the night yeah. watch kind of group that we've put together. And so now they've hired security to watch the gate. So now you just can't come into the neighborhood to go trick-or-treating. You have to be on a list right. in order to get in. 216-474-0104. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, Morgan, bleephole or no bleephole? No bleephole. Oh, he's the bleephole. No way! Come on. Come right. on. We're getting into this okay. next. <laughs> and I think that Jason's going to stick around, too. He's going to be with us as we take your calls. That's next. It's Q104. All right, so. No way it was our last night. I'm talking to Morgan like Morgan Wallen's not done singing. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here it, we go with round two of Am I the Bleephole? It's Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. Jason is... On hold right now. He thinks he might be the bleephole, and that's because tomorrow night in his neighborhood, which he said it's the rich neighborhood. He did say that. Somewhere on the west side, uh, they're cracking down on Halloween this year, and now you've got to be on a... If you don't live in the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. you can't just come in and and trick-or-treat and get the good candy. You have to be on a list in order to get in. I'm going to say this right now. Just looking at the texts that are coming in, I I think a lot of people aren't sure what to think. About uh, Jason. So, Jason, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, we have people on hold that uh, that have comments. So here we go. Jennifer is up first. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Is uh, Jason the bleephole for cracking down on Halloween in his neighborhood? I mean, a little bit. I mean, he is, let, let them have fun. That's what's wrong with the society now. Kids are not allowed to just go out and have fun. As long as they're not out causing trouble, making any harm. What's the big deal? Let them come trick-or-treat. But, but they said, are causing trouble a little yeah. bit, right? Because the ring doorbell was broken last year. I mean, that's minor. It could have been a lot worse. Like, things could have gotten really bad. It's, it's a camera. Yeah. It's, that's what, that's, 80 bucks? It's easily replaceable. As long as these kids aren't out here just, like, causing, like, trouble. They just want to have fun. It's Halloween. It's festive. What do you think, Jason? That's just minor vandalism of your ring <laughs> camera, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, they're not that cheap. And I was going to say. Replace them. And, and, I mean, it's like it starts with a ring, you know? It starts with your doorbell, and then you let that slide, and the next thing you know, you're getting toilet papered, and <laughs> kids are doing all sorts of stuff. Breaking windows, slashing tires. Uh, let's go to, let's Jamie. see. We, we've got Jamie hanging on. Jamie, good morning. Good morning. What do you think is Jason being a Halloween Grinch? So I would be totally mad about the ring doorbell camera. I totally back him on that. But I do, I, I don't know. You know that the kids that are causing the destruction and breaking the ring doorbell camera and could possibly be toilet paper in your house. Are you sure it's not the kids in your neighborhood or the friends that they are, the four friends that they're allowed to bring in? You can't really. Uh, so what are you going to do next year if this year you put the security up Okay, and it's only allowed to be the kids in the neighborhood and their few friends, and then it still happens. Are you going to stop the friends from coming in? And then what if the next year after that, it's really still happening and it's only the kids in the neighborhood? Then what do you do? You just take away trick-or-treating? All right, thank you, Jamie. Yeah, it's a good question. Jason, Jason, it seems like you should have the security just patrolling the neighborhood as opposed to keeping people out of the neighborhood. I'm liking that idea. I think uh, if we can, maybe maybe we can get a police detail to just patrol. You know, I mean, I mean, we're not talking like, you know, a couple hundred kids here. There's thousands of kids yeah, coming through here. Thing. This is not like, I think people don't understand the severity of what's happening. I mean, they are everywhere. And, and they're all over the lawn. But, I mean, lot. Like, it's one thing to have one guest, but the fact that you can bring four friends with you? Yeah, and because, that's cutting that's cutting way down. I mean, this is like it's 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 horrible. Yeah, it adds up. Like, for instance, I'm going over to my brother's house, but it's me, it's Paula, it's Will and Drew, and then it's all their friends in the neighborhood. Yeah, I can I can see how that that adds up. But more you don't think Jason's a bleep hole at all. No, I don't. Right? I think f- four people you could bring four people with you. I think that's plenty. That's four guests. That's not parents that live in the community. That's not your brother that, you know, lives in the house with you. That's four guests for each kid. I, yep. he, here's what I think and and this is what's throwing me off. And maybe this is my naivete, but how can you keep people out of a neighborhood? I don't get that. Because you don't live there. 
<laughs> and it's gated. <laughs> Didn't you say it was gated, Jason? Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's there's someone at the gate, and they'll let you in if you have the right name on the list. So. Okay. Well, why do you have a why do you have a neighborhood with a gate? Like, how do you get that? Like, how can you keep well, people from make more money? <laughs> I, work, I work really hard, and and I'm at a certain level. <laughs> right, right, right. How do you keep people from coming in a neighborhood? I don't, I don't get that part. And again, this is this is me just not being familiar with living in these gated, gated communities. Community. Like, I don't know how you could, how can you stop people from from going in there? Like, I, I don't like that part. I think that part is where the bleep hole part comes in for me. I think it's totally different if you live in a gated community. Because you have to give your name to somebody to get in anyways. Well, so what? it would be different if you, like, set up a gate, you know, like it's just a normal <laughs> street. Gate. And, oh, we're just going to block the road off because we don't want you guys to come in. But that's standard for that community. Well, why do you get to do that? Like, I would they're like rich. To, I'd like to do that on my street, too. <laughs> but they're I, rich. I don't, like, I, don't like, I don't like the fact that we live in two different classes, <laughs> I know. Jason. We should all just be one society. <laughs> And not uh, not keep each other out. Uh, what do you think on the, on the text here? It's um, really split, honestly. Yeah. Um, somebody says he's not the bleep hole, and I would only let the kids bring one guest. Um, someone else said, good morning, as a resident whose neighborhood had this happen every single year. Things have been stolen off porches. Um, you know, th- he, they don't think that he's a bleep hole. The other person said, let me see, such a bleep hole, hiring security Enlist is ridiculous. Turn off your light and don't pass out candy if you don't want people on your lawn. All right. There you go, Jason. I mean, I we're split on this one. I think you're a bleep hole. Morgan does not. I and don't. Th- there's a lot of people on your side here. Well, I'm glad I've got a couple people on my side because it's just out of control at this point. We want to follow up, though. I, we're calling on Wednesday because I want to know if anything got broken. I want to know if the rule went over well. But I, I like Janie's su- suggestion or whoever came up with it. Don't use the security to keep people out of the front door or at the gate. Have them patrol the neighborhood. That's it. That's what I think the answer I don't know. is. I don't know. I, I think they're still going to miss stuff. Well, yeah, but what is perfect? There's nothing perfect. You're, of course. Well, you're gonna, I don't want to fight with you anymore You're going to have a problem it. everywhere. I don't want to fight with you anymore about it. All right, Jason. Well, have fun with all your rich friends in your rich neighborhood on Halloween tomorrow night. <laughs> we wish you the best of luck. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. We are the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Battle of the Burbs is on the way in about 10 minutes. I'm told that we have a hot prize this week. Christmas Connection. Christmas Connection. Now, when they said Christmas Connection, I was like, what's that? And then they said it's, everybody wants to go to the IX Center for the Christmas Connection. So uh, we will have Christmas Connection tickets for you coming up for that. Hollywood Dirty with Morgan. Let's get into that right now. Dua Lipa shared a cryptic Instagram teaser post, which has people thinking new music may be on the way. So Dua Lipa first cleared her Instagram feed and then posted a mysterious image of herself holding a key in her teeth. She captioned the post, catch me or I go, and then posted this audio. Okay, so obviously fans are speculating that it could be a little snippet from a new song, but the post was later taken down, so it's a mystery. See, I don't understand why she keeps taking it down. Like, she scrubbed her entire Instagram, and then she keeps posting things, but then she takes it down. For this exact reason. And it's almost like you got to keep checking your Instagram every day. <laughs> For this exact reason. All right. 
Britney Spears isn't done talking just yet. After releasing her tell-our memoir, The Woman in Me, the pop singer says she's planning for a sequel next year. In a now-deleted Instagram post from the weekend, Spears shared a video of a man hitting a drum with something that looks like a gavel next to a caption saying, Humor is the cure to everything. Play on. Volume 2 will be released next year. Get ready. However... Variety reports that sources close to Spears says there isn't a volume two in the works at this time. And Matthew Perry's autopsy result is deferred pending a toxicology report. Excuse me. Um, This news about Matthew Perry shook us all this weekend. And the initial autopsy results for the actor are inconclusive. Um, We told you that he was found in his hot tub at his home in L.A. on Saturday after an apparent drowning at the age of 54. A further investigation is being requested with the cause of death listed as deferred, according to a report released by the L.A. County Medical Examiner. An official conclusion will not be likely released for several weeks. Yeah, Matthew's struggles with addiction, uh, I mean, that's no secret. Right. He's talked openly about that. He wrote about it in his memoir. Um, With a lot of my friends that I was texting back and forth with over the weekend, I think some of them were jumping to the conclusion that, it was drug related. Mm-hmm. He overdosed or whatever. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I mean, it could be just cardiac arrest. Now, he's Matthew has put his body through a lot over yeah. the years. And, you know, maybe his heart just gave out. It could, could be something that simple. We will keep you updated with every little piece of information that continues to come out. But anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life. Real Cleveland. The Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. Battle of the Birds on the Q Morning Show. Let's meet our contestants first. We have Stephanie in Wakeman, a graduate of Firelands High School, and she says that Reese's are her favorite Halloween candy, but it's the Reese's pumpkins. Pumpkins, yes, superior. Not the Reese's cup. She was very adamant about that. And taking on Amanda in Cleveland, who is a graduate of Lincoln West, also loves the Reese's cup. Undisputed champ. Amanda, good morning. Good morning. All right, Morgan is your host. Let's play Battle of the Burbs. It's a best of five question challenge. Your name is your buzzer, ladies. Are we ready to begin? Yeah, I am. All right, question number one. Who played the character Edward Cullen in the Twilight movies? Amanda. I heard Stephanie by a hair. Me too. It's uh, Robert Pattinson. It is Robert Pattinson. Question number two. Cristiano Ronaldo plays what sport? Amanda. Stephanie. Amanda? Soccer. Soccer is correct. We are tied with one question correct apiece. Question number three. What animal did Britney Spears famously carry on her shoulders? Amanda. I heard Stephanie via hair. Bill? Uh, Bella Constrictor. I was looking bo- for Oh. I was looking for a confirm oh, or deny yes, bill. Yes, I will go I would yes, I would have argued if I disagreed. Okay, I don't know the specifics, so can you make that answer a little bit more vague, Stephanie? Well, I thought she was really specific. A snake. A snake <laughs> yeah. is correct. I would get text. It wasn't a boa constrictor, it was a python. I would get all kinds of text. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so Stephanie, you're on the board with two. Amanda, you have one. Stephanie could take it with this. Amanda, you have to get this question right to stay alive in the game. Question. Okay. Number four. How many points did the Browns lose by yesterday? Amanda. Amanda? Stephanie. Amanda? Four. Four is correct. All right, we're tied. This question is for all the marbles. Number five. If you want to stream the Kardashians, what streaming service? Amanda. Amanda? Hulu. Hulu is right for the win and the steal. Did you hear that? Was that uh, Stephanie saying something nice to Amanda? She said, nice job, Amanda. Uh, Thank you. So when Battle of the Burbs (laughs) wraps up, I usually rush to put the loser on hold. Because you don't know if they're going to, like, cuss or be mad. Right. And if if you swear, then I've got to press, like, a whole different button, and it's just not good. Way to go, Amanda. Thank you. You're going to the Christmas Connection. Awesome. My husband will be super excited. Q104, 
90s, 2000s, and now, Morgan and Bill. So what was the home remedy that you used to help combat your illness? Like, what was the, what was the thing you wanted to try to, to kick? This cough is horrific, and it's horrible when I'm sleeping, it's, or when I'm trying to sleep, I should sure. say. I don't know if it's like the fact that I'm laying down and can't breathe and the post-nasal drip and all the things is just a mess. So I was like, what can I do? Because I'm on an antibiotic, I have cough syrup, I have everything. I've done the VIX on yeah. the chest, and none of it was really working. Yeah, you and I have two very distinct different coughs like yours is keeping you up at night i don't cough at night i still have this lingering cough i think it's from covid or it could just be that i'm getting old i don't know <laughs> it's it's one or the other but mine doesn't keep me up at night yours keeps you up at night yeah. and I, I can understand so what did you do what was your home remedy that you used i put vix on my feet and put socks on and when i tell you i was shook by the results i mean i still coughed but it was like once every 10 minutes as opposed to three times a minute. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And so, first of all, I've tried it before and I hated it because I hate the feeling. Ugh, it's disgusting. A Vicks on your feet and then you put socks on. It's just the worst <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. But it worked so well that I did it this morning. You have. You I have, have Vicks on my feet right now. It's interesting. I have not noticed the. <laughs> The aroma of Vicks yet this morning. I was like, I have to do this at all times because it gave me such great relief that nothing else. I mean, not even cough syrup that was prescribed to me by the doctor has worked as good as Vicks on the feet. 216-474-0104 if you've heard of this before, because I'm pretty sure that I've heard of this. I don't know if I've actually done it. Yeah. Now It's funny because I grew up as a Vicks kid. Like, my mom would use Vicks, and she would apply it on my chest right. and everything else. And, in fact, we had, I want to say, some kind of a, I want to call it a vaporizer, like a Vicks vaporizer. I think that's what it was called. But it was basically, you. It's this. it was this contraption. It was this container that you would put water in, and then you put the Vicks in there somehow. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if it was like a, a special Vicks container, or if you just actually put the stuff in there. But then it would... Like this vapor, this Vicks vapor would be on your face. Right. Ooh, that sounds nice. No, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure that they still have that. Mm-hmm. It's just that mine was probably really old school, like back from the from the 80s. But yeah, so I'd have the Vicks vaporizer. And basically, I would just have that just streaming into my face. Right. You know, all night long or, or whatever the case may be. Um, what are what are their home remedies that you could use? Like 7-Up, Sprite? Was your mom was your mom a seven up sprite person? Yeah, like if you had but, an upset tummy? Yeah, but it was this was just kind of more of like uh this will make her happy. I don't know if a sprite ever really helped anything. You know what I mean? I have no idea either. Saltine <laughs> crackers. It would always be if I've got an upset stomach, oh I'm I'll get you some seven up. Right. I'll get right. you some saltine crackers and I guess that, that made us feel better. Right. I don't, I don't know if it actually did. Yeah, we should uh, get into that sometime. Like home your your home remedies that you don't know if it works or not. There's no scientific <laughs> scientific evidence that it works, but you still use it. Yeah, I need more because obviously the the cough syrup and the antibiotic wasn't working, but the home remedy of Vicks on the feet worked like a charm. And also, now that Morgan has a live-in roommate, full-time now. A husband, some would say. Getting sick at home is a is like the first true test of your relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get into that next because it's affecting us yeah, for sure. It, it's been a little bit of an ordeal. Yeah. All right. All that's coming up. It's the Q Morning Show. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now, Morgan and Bill. See, I knew there would be someone backing you up on the whole Vicks thing, putting Vicks on your feet to get rid of a cough. Shay's in Cleveland. Shay, good morning. Good morning. Shay, you've done the same thing with your kids? Yeah, so she's sick right now with some type of like bacteria infection, and I put the Vicks on her feet. And put socks on. Then she got me sick, so that's what I've been doing too. Uh, so and it works like a charm. It really does. I was shocked. 
Yeah, what's uh, I'm sorry about the little one, Shay. No, it's okay. Uh, I went to Vegas this weekend, even though I was sick for my 30th, but I was still able to have a good time, so yeah. it worked. I thought you were saying, my kid was sick, so I went to Vegas for the weekend. It's <laughs> like, I'm not dealing with all that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's she's my fine. birthday today, so no. I put, some, yes. I put some Vicks on her feet, and uh, she'll she's be fine. Yeah, I'm going to Vegas. Win some, win some money. Thanks, Shay, for calling in this morning. Someone texted in. They said uh, they also did Vicks on the feet. When uh, she had a little baby, but she says, uh, whoever the texter is, says, ask your doctor about Teshin or Pearl Drops. They're a game changer. Okay, there you go. So there you go. Yeah, I, I'm i going to ask my doctor about Teshin or Pearl Drops because I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Me neither. I've got to go see that eye doctor tomorrow. So I'll, I'll ask them about it. Maybe they'll know. I don't think they're going to know, but that's okay. You can try. So, David, your husband. Yes, you said that he's been a good sport about you being sick and he's been doting on you. Very helpful, yes. Right. But is, is he starting to get a little over it now? Well, there's one particular thing that we don't seem to agree on. Is it our first fight as a married couple? Maybe. Maybe. I told you. <laughs> I told you. I'm really testing out the in sickness and in health just right out the gate. Uh-huh. And so I've been sick for about... About a week now. Um, the worst is over. Definitely the worst was last week. But as of, I want to say, Friday, this happened on Friday, this happened Saturday, and it came to a head last night because David has been sleeping in another room. Okay. Because he's like, you're coughing too much. I don't want to sleep in the same room as you. And at first I was like, Okay, I'm like, we live together. We're husband and wife. Like, I don't think sleeping in the bed together is going to be like, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back because we're around each other 24-7 anyways. But then last night, I was annoyed by it because I put the Vicks on my feet and I'm not coughing nearly as much. I mean, like, like I said, once every 10 minutes. Last night, I slept a whole night, didn't wake up one time to cough. And he slept in the living room last night. And so he said, we're getting ready for bed. And he said, are you going to be mad if I sleep in the living room? And I was like, yes, I am going to be mad. And he was like, why? And I said, because I'm getting better. I'm not coughing. Like, I want you next to me. I get scared. Like, I really I do. Scared. Intruders. I have nightmares. It just happens. It's true. So he was like, yeah, but. It's not even the fact that, like, how often you cough. It's the fact that I'm anticipating you coughing. So I can't relax mm. and fall asleep because I'm anticipating you're going to wake me up anyways. And I'm like, but I'm not even coughing anymore. Man, you guys are a couple of newlyweds, aren't you? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I'm telling you, once you're married for a couple of years, like, Paula would not care if I went to sleep on the couch. And she's well. Really? She doesn't want me there in the first place. No, I need him there. This is where the sleep divorce comes in. Right, right, because right. We've talked about, you know, splitting up and getting our own beds or even separate rooms just to get sleep. So when one of you are sick, is it just an unwritten rule? Do you sleep separate or do you care about that? I think when I, well, obviously when I had COVID. You slept in a different room. <clears throat> yeah, obviously. Um, I think there was one night after I wasn't contagious anymore that I was annoying her. So she went to sleep on the couch. Um, sometimes she will, sometimes if she doesn't feel well, mm -hmm. she'll go sleep on the couch. Oh, really? She'll out just of, take the initiative out of consideration for me. But I don't, I don't think it's anything that, uh, that uh, hurts our feelings. You think when, it's just because I'm a newlywed? Maybe. It or, really did hurt my feelings last night. Or maybe you are afraid that David is going to end up, preferring to sleep on the couch. Maybe it is like a subconscious thing. I mean, that thought like isn't at the forefront of my mind, but I mean, I was upset last night. Yeah. I was like, no, I need you to sleep with me. I can remember there was a friend of mine who used to fall asleep on the couch every night watching TV. Mm -hmm. They just had different bedtimes. Okay. And so, and so she would go to bed and then he wanted to stay up later and then he would fall asleep on the couch and then mm -hmm. he would get up in the middle of the night, like at three o'clock in the morning and finally go to bed. And that annoyed 
her. Okay. Like, she's like, you're going to have to start coming to bed with me because I, d- I don't want my husband to be out on the couch every right. single night just falling asleep. Okay. I don't know. Is it an issue for for couples? I'm not sure. 216-474-0104. Would you be hurt, offended if your SO kept leaving the bed and going to the couch? I was. I certainly was. Or is this just something I have to look forward to now as a married woman? Yeah. So couples like me who have been married for a long time, I think they'll I'll think I think they'll give you some good advice. <laughs> give me some wisdom. Yeah, they'll tell you to calm down a little bit. 216-474-0104. Happy Halloween. It's vampire. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. We're talking about Morgan, who is uh, a newlywed. Yes. Just married David, and she's been sick the past week, and the past few nights, David's been getting up in the middle of the night and and sleeping on the couch. And yeah. that now is a problem for Morgan. Yeah, and so last night, he just from the jump was like, would you be mad if I slept on the couch tonight? And I was like, yes, I would be mad. I'm not even coughing nearly as much anymore. I like to fall asleep with you there. I'm a big scaredy cat. Now, I've been married for 16 years, and I'm trying to say, this is not a big deal. This is just, you know, unless he wants to start sleeping on the couch every night. Right. I don't think it's a problem, you know, to be... I mean, you guys were apart for so long. Yeah. Maybe that's part... What... Probably. What What is going on in your head right now? Because he's he's been gone for so long, and now that he's here, now that you're finally living together, now he's sleeping on the couch. I think that's maybe adds a little bit to the anxiety. Yeah. Uh, Michaela's in Illyria. Michaela, good morning. Good morning. Can you help Morgan feel better about her sleeping situation right now? So I am totally with you, Morgan. My husband also likes to sleep on the couch. He started this when I was working night shift. And so he would sleep on the couch so I can go straight to the bed in the morning, which totally nice. But now that I switched to day shift, and he still wants to sleep on the couch. And I'm like, no, come sleep in the bed with me. <laughs> okay, see, I'm not the only one. So as long as it doesn't become a habit with him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So don't start working the night shift, Morgan. That's... <laughs> I'll try not to. Thank you, Michaela. That's your first thing. Uh, Cindy's in Amherst. Cindy, good morning. Hey, Cindy. What is your sleeping situation right now with, with your husband? Yes, my husband. So... I agree with you, Bill. I don't think it's a big deal. My husband and I started sleeping separately about three and a half years ago because, like the last caller, he was on night shift and um, he would come in at night and wake me up. So now he switched to mornings, which he goes to work at 3 a.m. And I was get, I was tired of getting woken up yeah. when I have to go to work three, four hours later. So it also works for us where we move a lot. You know, sometimes he snores. Like, it's just been more comfortable for us. Nothing has changed. The dynamic of the marriage hasn't changed. It's just we sleep better separately. And that's, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. No. I think that's the difference, though, is that you sleep better separately. I don't necessarily sleep better separately. Like, in this situation, David does because he's not up with me coughing, but it's not that I sleep worse when he's not there. Cause I slept like a rock last night, but I just want him there. I just feel weird without him being there. Yeah. I think Cindy's what Cindy described is very similar sleep to sleep divorce. Yeah. To what Paula and I are going through right now. I'm sure Paula is, I mean, she's used to it by now, but I'm sure she's tired of the alarm going off in the middle of the night right? and me stumbling around and running into things and, turning on the bathroom light, you know, and everything that comes with that. I'm sure she would love, you know, a a different situation. Uh, Ashley is in Stowe. Ashley, good morning. Good morning. Now, your situation's a little bit in reverse, isn't it? Yes, it totally is. What's going on Uh, with you guys? So I always fall asleep on the couch, and my husband and I have been married 10 years, and it used to super upset him that I wouldn't come to bed with him, that I would fall asleep on the couch. And that was in, like, our first five years of marriage, and now he just leaves me. He does not care anymore, I think. Because you're a newlywed, that's probably why you're upset. But eventually you get over it, I think. Now, Ashley, what were you doing on the couch late at night? Just watching TV. And I I had two young kids at the time, so I would just pass out. I was tired. I had a full day of 
taking care of kids, and then I'd go to work. So, you know, you just get tired, and it would upset him that I would be asleep on the couch and not go to bed with him, but now he just leaves me, and he doesn't care. When you say it would upset him, like, how would he act? He would try to wake me up, and he would, like, throw a fit that I would fall asleep, and he'd be like, you know, I I sleep better with you in the bed, and maybe that's true then, but now it just doesn't matter. He would be the whiny one in the relationship, like I'm being right now. (laughs) Yeah, but it's because you're a newlywed, at least in my opinion, I think. There you go. All right, I'm just going to own it. I am a little bit of a baby when I'm sick, so I'm just going to own the fact that I want him there with me. Thank you, Ashley. Appreciate you listening and calling in this morning. Yeah, I think totally fine, unless this becomes an ongoing thing. We'll see how it goes tonight. Where David discovers like some kind of an all-night rugby channel, (laughs) and he's watching TV all night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.